What is up? This is Take It or Leave It on a not Monday because we skipped Monday because we are now down to one episode a week again for the time being. It is kind of the off season for sports or the slow season, if you will. Um, football, college football just ended. Foot, uh, NFL will be over in the next few weeks, which is terribly sad. But we will have a lot of NBA and college basketball, maybe some baseball picking up. I don't know. There's some stuff going on in baseball right now. We might have to talk some baseball soon. Yeah, a lot of controversy happening in yeah, baseball. Yeah, yeah. The uh, America's pastime should stay in the past. Yeah. Because it's not good right now. Anywho, yeah, drama, drama out the water. Actually, I feel like we can throw that in our news section. We'll talk about all the drama happening. Okay, and we'll just we'll we'll breeze over it because okay. there's a lot of drama in our in our news today, and I feel like MLB. Oh yeah, and just news in general. Yeah, all okay, our news you're right. stories are all just drama. You're right. So if throw guys, MLB in there. Why not? Yeah, if you guys are craving drama, if you're missing The Bachelor or anything else with all this heavy drama we've got it for you in our news section today i was just thinking since we you you are caught up on the bachelor i'm going to get caught up i am if pardon my take hadn't done it already we should have done like a bachelor segment but we can't that'd be a huge bite yeah so we won't do it we'll do we'll not do it we'll call it bachelor no talk (laughs) because they call it bachelor talk so we'll just say yeah, we watched The Bachelor. That's it. That's our segment. I don't like it. No, we're not going to do that. Don't you guys feel so like welcomed and part of an, a community when we discuss how to run our podcast during our podcast? It's it's so... Cl- the closeness. Yeah. It's you great. You guys are part of our decision making. Well, we do this a lot. We're know. two minutes in right now. Wow. We haven't said anything. Well, thank you for being here with us in our uh, Thursday meeting <laughs> yeah. that we post online. Yeah. Uh, sports facts. January 16th. Yeah. Yeah. Friday coming tomorrow. We can't wait for that. Yes, exactly. Let's Friday. dive into what we didn't miss. We have gone down to one episode, like I said. So dive into the national championship. LSU does it. They yep. complete the trifecta. Well, I guess I should say Joe Burrow completed that trifecta as in Winning the Heisman, yep. undefeated season, yep. national champion. Yep. Quadfecta, quadfecta, okay. smoking cigars inside and looking like a G doing it. Like knee up on his leg and just do, giving a little nod. You see all that? You saw that video? Yeah. Just, he's awesome. He is, he's NFL ready just for that right there. Oh, like, yeah. That was NFL he's, ready. Yeah, so there's. I guess there are some doubts about him right now, but I I just don't see it. I understand that there's a difference in um, the level of play between NFL and college, but this dude just went through over 450 yards in a national championship. So that means and five the best in the country. Yeah, versus the best in the country, and he made it look, quite frankly, simple. Yes. Five touchdowns passing. Oh, five passing. Five passing touchdowns and, and one rushing. So six. To- well, unbelievable. Yes. I the my only concern with him going to the next level before we get into like the game itself. It was it was a one year thing. He wasn't special last year. No. And he wasn't special enough to win the job at Ohio State. Not for his third year. 
Yeah. He did he I don't can't remember if he started his first years. I know he played. Did he? Yeah, but I can't remember if he started. I don't I doubt it. I I don't I didn't know him. I honestly didn't I knew a little about him last year being just cuz LSU was you know it was kind of like LSU's back and Joe Burrow's their quarterback, but he wasn't anything special. Mm-hmm. They were run by they were they had a good running game and defense, which is normal LSU. And now this year all of a sudden they're a high-flying passing team with this stud Joe Burrow. So that's the my only concern is it was kind of a one-year thing. But I like I mean he's good, he's very accurate. He throws a beautiful deep ball. I mean just fantastic. And a lot of the credit, you know, clearly he's a great athlete and his wide receivers are fantastic athletes, but a lot of the credit is going to their uh, their little quarterback whisperer, whatever you want to call him, their OC. Joe Brady. Joe Brady. Yeah, and uh, we have some news about him as well. So let's get into the game really quick. They beat Clemson, of course, 42-25, to so kind of a blowout. Uh, it was a really, but it didn't feel like a blowout. It was a really solid game through most of the game, and then LSU just kind of pulled away in the second half. Joe Burrow, like Easton said, he went 31 of 49, so he threw almost 50 times in the national championship. Mm-hmm. Completed 31, 463 yards passing, five touchdowns, add in 58 rushing yards and a touchdown. You come to a grand total of over 500 yards of offense and six touchdowns from one single player that's in a special championship international in on the big state that is yeah. so special so he had a big game not to mention the guy he was throwing most of those yards to jamar chase nine receptions 221 yards and two touchdowns which is funny because we didn't we didn't talk jamar chase down we were just like where is he at the beginning of the game yeah he i think he dropped two balls he and, wasn't really getting open. Uh, the semifinal game, I was like, where's Jamar Chase? It was all it was Justin Just- Jefferson. Justin Jefferson's game. Who also had a good game. He had over 100 yards receiving this nine, game. Nine, nine receptions, receptions. 106 yards, yeah. But it was it was Jamar Chase that took over. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, that's your guy. You've yep. been about him for the past few weeks, months, let's say. He was slow early, but he did end with 110 yards rushing. On, I think, only like 14 carries or something like that. 16. 16 carries. Okay. So really good average. Had a great game. Uh, That brings us to some Clemson guys. Trevor Lawrence. I don't even have stats by his name. So you can tell us the stats. Because by his name, I I do have something. It just says trash in big letters. (laughs) He shrunk under pressure. I don't know what it was. Because we've always been like, we're not really into him. But he's a good player. Like, clearly. I just... Go ahead. What what he was he what? He was eighteen and thirty seven for uh two hundred and thirty four yards. So nineteen incompletions for two hundred and thirty four yards on the big stage where he can prove And he had ten carries for forty nine yards and that's, one touchdown. That's not bad. That's pretty good. So I don't think it was necessarily like him playing terrible. There were balls in, in his receiver's hands that they should have caught and they dropped. But there was a lot of times as well that his passes were inaccurate. They were, yeah. And I don't know if it was necessarily his, I guess, it, it does have to do with his skill and his ability to, to play. But a lot of the play calling was just awkward. Like, it's, like, the play forced him to run short side of the field and throw it against his uh, body, across his body. And it's like, 
why was this there were a couple plays like that, that yeah you chose in this situation and it, it just a few times it just seemed like awkward why would you do this to him you mentioned it the night of the game as well lsu's defense looked like a top defense in the country even right. though they they were all about offense this year mm-hmm. they made it real uncomfortable for trevor lawrence the yep. corners were sticky mm-hmm. all over their defense all over their wide receivers uh, so all the dbs really and then the pass rush was there. Yeah. Like he, he was getting harassed. Yeah, I think like I think I, I said this as well to you was that Clemson's D line looked better, but they did not have the pass rushing ability from the DNs like uh, LSU did, and that's really what hurt Trevor Lawrence. He either got pushed to one side of the field or they pinched him in the pocket. Yeah, yeah. No, LSU's defense was fantastic. Um, Someone else I want to talk about, Travis Etienne. Mm-hmm. I say he was held to 78 yards rushing. That's just because he's so spectacular that that is not a lot for him. That um, He did have a touchdown. Very surprising. He, I didn't think it was only 78. Yeah, it felt like he ran wild. He had a few big runs. Yeah, and it felt like every time he ran, he ran for as long as he wanted to. Exactly. So he he played really well. He looked better than what his stats say, mm-hmm. um, but... When you can hold him, who's what top three running back in the country at at, at the worst, uh, he hold him to seventy eight yards and a touchdown. You did your job. Mm-hmm. Held him, put it all on Trevor Lawrence, and clearly Trevor Lawrence did not step up. Like you said, there was some awkward play calling, but in the same breath, you did say a lot of missed balls. He was he was in it, some drop balls as well, but he was very inaccurate for someone that we're saying is this is going to be a a franchise changer in the NFL. Right. I didn't like what I saw personally. Yeah, I mean he did he did do it last year. So I mean this is second he time did. coming up. He and they scored a lot of points. Been, should have been a lot more composed, but it, he did look like he just was not comfortable in the pocket. Yeah. Um, and I th- and it hurts credit when, to LSU. when one of your uh, big receivers goes out. I can't remember if it was the late first quarter, mid second quarter or something. T Higgins gets hurt and That's true. and ran to the locker room. One of the best receivers in the country. Yeah, I think he was out for either a series or two and came back. So I mean, it just just it felt like everything was going Clemson's way in the beginning because they pinned LSU. I want to say three or four times inside the five off their punting. It was spectacular, and then just couldn't get anything like to actually work for. Yeah. Well, now that we've talked about Trevor Lawrence's lack of production, here's someone who was probably the most productive on the whole night out of anybody else, Odell Beckham Jr. (laughs) (laughs) He he got a lot done. Yes. In um, one night. In one night. So, story's out. Of course, we, we all saw, first thing we saw, we saw was the, the wads of cash yep. being handed out to LSU, LSU players. players on the sideline. Yep. <laughs> then, more news comes out that apparently he interrupted Coach O's victory, spe- or, you know, national championship speech. Yep, in the locker room. Not a good look. Right. Not a good look. You have not been, a, I mean, yes, you've been supportive of the program. It's your alma mater but you have not been a part of that you've not built this program right and you were gonna like interrupt the head coach that did Mm -hmm. don't love that and then the worst of all video surfaces and not only that but a warrant for his arrest from new orleans police for what was it called something Uh, battery simple simple battery because he simply swatted a police officer's butt yep in the locker room Yep, one hand to the buttocks. And, and not lightly either. It was a nice little slap on the bottom. So uh, apparently he, the officer did not enjoy it. Nope. 
and uh, so yeah, that's happening. There is a warrant out. Will they actually arrest him? Who knows? I'm assuming. I really don't know. We're gonna have to follow this story, but I, I don't know if they will arrest him or not. Yeah, I feel like this may be a case where the cops like he's not above the law, this and that. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna get him. I'm actually gonna char- press charges or whatever. Like I don't I don't know. Like yeah, uh, it's just a weird situation. It is. But don't like, love it. The, okay, so stemming from this story, there's a huge thing going on with the NCAA freaking out about Odell giving each LSU, not each LSU player, but he was giving a ton of LSU players a ton of cash. Yeah. Just handing them like stacks of cash. And they didn't say anything and didn't bring up anything when it was, I think, last week before this game when uh, Odell sent them all headphones. Beats Beats headphones, headphones, yeah. Nothing was said. It didn't sound like there was any problem with it with the NCAA or anybody. But now they're getting cash, and it's a problem. What's what's the difference? It's a gift and a gift. Yes, there's different values and different... And not only that, but but is that not Odell's cash to do with what he wants? Right. Like... Like and you said, he's, what he's is not, the, He's not paying them to, to go do, do anything. anything. No, the game's over. The game is over. They won it. Congratulations. Here's a stack of cash. Thank you for a great going season. To LSU and a great season. And I also went to LSU. I just want to gift you. So, yeah. It's like, can you give them a gift card? <clears throat> like, it maybe has to be in a birthday card to be acceptable. I don't, I don't get it either. I'm with you. I know the rules and I, I get, I, I knew they were going to be upset about this. But it, it doesn't make sense. I, I, I don't get I it. Have to, I have to actually like look up the rules at some point because stuff like this keeps happening. It just keeps frustrating me. Like, what's what's the problem with these kids getting... Cash. Yeah. Like, something. I mean, they're going to get more than something once NCAA finally comes back out. Right. Hoorah. Yeah. For likeness and what what's the three things or whatever that they can get paid for. Yeah, their image, likeness... And name or something? Name, yeah, Maybe their know. name? I don't know. Yeah, something like that. So, yeah. But, yeah, no, it's ridiculous. I'm with you. It's annoying. I don't know what will come of that, but the the other two things are bad. Yeah, the 100%. Coach O thing. W- and what happens... Okay, so NCAA is upset about it. Do they take the cash from the kids? What... what ha- Like, how is this... Or do the kids get in trouble for accepting the cash? Like, I, I don't know. Because remember that's remember that's what happened with the Weissman thing. He right. accepted whatever, or or the coach Penny Hardaway like right. helped his family move whatever it was. So I want to know. And what, now he's getting in trouble for it. Right. You know, I like know what the repercussions here are. We have to sit and watch, but it's it's really frustrating. Yeah. It's annoying because it is like you said, it is a gift, mm-hmm. and it's Odell's money to do with as Odell wants to do. Whether it's right, uh, and he's not. I don't get it. That's 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 what I keep coming back to is that. They're not getting paid to do anything. It's just, here you go. Literally a gift. Spend it wisely. Maybe you should have wrapped it. <laughs> Can you imagine? Just little like rectangular gifts. They're opening up. It's cash. Oh, that'd be annoying. But he's got the money to just pay someone to do it. So, uh, Okay, moving on. Let's jump into, actually really quickly, we can go through our... Drama. That was part of our drama. Oh, no, wait. So just really quick, brush over it. You mentioned this today. The two LSU assistants, Joe Brady, who is yes. the passing game coordinator, I think they call him, passing game, whatever, and then also wide receivers coach. Mm-hmm. He is accepted 
the offensive coordinator job for the Carolina Panthers. So he's back in the NFL. Um, he was with the Saints last year and for a couple years, and then he was with LSU for one year this year. And he's back up to the big leagues uh, for the Carolina Panthers. So he'll get to work with Cam Newton. Or if they get another quarterback, whatever it is, he'll, he'll get to, to go be a part of that. So I'm trying to remember who became the Panthers' new head coach after they let Ron Rivera go. Mm, Rivera went to Washington, right? McCarthy went to Dallas. Yes. Joe Judge went to the Giants. Yes. Was it Baylor's coach, uh, Matt Rule? Rule. I think you're right. Okay. I think you're Interesting. right. Interesting. So two college guys coaches be- spearheading an NFL team. Hey, it hasn't. There's times in the past that it didn't work. Now's the best time for it to work because mm-hmm. the NFL NFL coaches are adopting college systems at this right. point, honestly, um, because the game's changing. It so be very interesting, depending on what they do in the quarterback position. Well, especially if they go with Cam Newton, who's a running quarterback, right? Who what, is what the league thrives on right now. Right. So it'll be really interesting. So those are the and then the, one other thing you you told me I did not know this one. Eason mentioned this one. Dave Aranda, I don't know if I'm saying that right. Aranda. He was the defensive coordinator for LSU, accepted the head coaching job at Baylor. So he's taking rules place yeah. at Baylor. Um, so a lot happening from LSU. Will this change them as a team next year, along with the fact they're losing Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and potentially Justin Jefferson? I don't I don't remember if he's going in the draft or not, but... Um, it's gonna look like a, it's gonna be a different football team, so we'll have to keep an eye on what Bay, what what did I say Baylor? I meant LSU. If I did, you said LSU the first. Okay, time. good. Uh, yeah, LSU is gonna be a lot different next year. We gotta see if Coach O is the real deal or if he just had the perfect storm around him. Yeah, he's got to replace those coaches that are leaving. He sure does, and that quarterback <laughs> that's leaving. <Rude. laughs> so let's jump in and really quickly recap our three Bs, which was actually a one B for the national championship which i can already tell you right off the top i was 50 percent because i said clemson in the points no yeah i believe yeah because i said clemson would win so i took clemson in the points and that did not happen so i got the points right but lsu no you didn't get the points right what did i take you took was clemson, clemson favored no Oh, I didn't get the points right either. I went 0%. Right. Because it was a blowout. LSU was favored by 5.5. Yeah. And they, and they won, won by... 225 So I got 0%. And you got everything right. No, you got you went 50%. Yes. Because That's what LSU I was thinking. winning correct. You went with LSU and, needed, and then Clemson in the points. You Clemson to keep it close and they just could not. So that's what I was thinking. I knew one of us took one and one and I, I went all Clemson. Wow. So I really finished the year strong, I guess. <laughs> Um, that's ugly. No, <laughs> yeah, he didn't finish it strong. That's ugly. But this sadly means that I do not finish in the sixty percent. Um, correct. Well, wah, wah. that's true. I prepared for this by making sure I stayed in the sixty percent, even if I got it all wrong. So thank God for a good season. But sorry if you bet money on the championship because I really didn't help. I actually hurt. Eason helped you a little bit though. I dropped from fifty nine. Score, wait. Point seven. What? You got. You had one more chance. Remember the score. Oh, I I said thirty eight thirty three because I thirty eight thirty three. Yeah. Oh, that was. And it was forty two twenty five. That was a dumb move on my part because I I said to do the score just for an extra point. I shouldn't have done it by the five. 
because I should have given myself two different opportunities. Oh. Uh, that was dumb play by Easy. You were within four, which I think I said within three on both sides. Yep. Dang. So, yep. yeah. That's the end of our college football threebies, unfortunately. So the way I ended was 84 of 141, dropped me from 59.7 to 59.57. Which is still a fantastic year. And that left Brit at 85 of 141 at 60.28. Both of us had great years. If you can stay anywhere close to 60%, that's literally what pro sharps go that that's that's what they sit at so we had a really good year we are not pro we've actually never i've never bet on a game in my life so maybe i should start even i've been saying that we've been saying that okay we've been saying that a lot we will have to think about it next year but that's the end of our college football three bees we still have a couple cover threes for nfl so let's jump over to the nfl where we're going to go over the divisional round first. Yep, and since it was playoff weekend, uh, I guess not playoff, one of the playoff weekends, it is still that playoff defense of cover four. Cover four. So let's go over the games first, then we'll jump into a little bit more news, NFL news this time, and then we'll go over to our cover three recap, which is really a cover four recap, and then we'll do the this week's cover three, which is actually a cover two. Man. A lot of different defenses we're throwing in yeah. there this week. So, speaking of defense, best one in the league, 49ers, take on the Vikings in San Fran. Don't say San Fran. That's how us Floridians, that's how. Why? I don't want to say, San Francisco's so long. <laughs> the 40, I'll just say the 49ers. The yeah. 49ers at their home stadium. <laughs> That I won't mention where that's at. <laughs> they did beat the Vikings twenty-seven to ten. So, unfortunately, Easton and I's, I guess, rooting. What do you call that? Our interest, as far as like having a any bull in the fight, because it's obviously not my team, but because it's your team, I will root hard for them. Our bull is out of the fight at this yep. point. And uh, my emotional bet, as I mentioned last week, was wrong. As I. I think I warned you very, uh, very much not to go with my emotional vote. Like you, as understood listener, you did. You said this is emotion. This is strictly emotional. So beware. Yeah, you did. So you, at least you gave the warning. Yep. So we were both wrong there because we picked Vikings to win. I did. And the win was in the points, and they lost by seventeen. Anti seven to ten. Anti forty nine er podcast, and it's starting to bite us in the butt. <laughs> Um, I'm not anti 49er. Anti Jimmy G. Yeah, and you're right because I, I do like Nick Bosa. That's he's true. A stud. That's but, true. He's um, good. <clears throat> we may well not we because this is my opinion. It's not yours. Uh, is that I may become an anti Kirk Cousins pod <laughs> co-host. You, I I know he didn't do much for you this game. I know he didn't do anything for you this game. I can't even say that. He didn't have a lot of yards, but 21 of 29 is not bad, and he threw a touchdown. Dalvin Cook was... He threw one of those two. I know, but so did Jimmy G, and he's, he's... Okay, Jimmy G, 11 of 19 for 131 yards, so he was 10 times worse. How so? It's way better productivity. No, 
How? If you throw the ball 11 times for 131 yards or throw the ball 21 times for 170 We threw it 19 times. So he only threw it 10 less times, but yes, he had 10 less completions. But still, like they only trusted him to throw it 19 times, and he only threw it 131 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. He's trash, dude. He threw 41 less yards than Kirk Cousins on 10 less tries. All I'm saying is Kirk had a, a decent stat line. The yards could be more. He if could Kirk's, not have the interception. If stat line is decent, that means Jimmy Jesus as well. No. 11 of 19? 21 of 29. Do the percentage. Okay. Guarantee Kirk's is, and obviously above 65% more than likely. Kirk's is 72. Sheesh. And Jimmy G is 57. Thank you. You throw under 60% in the league, you're trash. And you throw above 70%, you are gold. Uh, Well, depends on if his interception counts for his percentage as well. No, I mean, no. What? (laughs) Obviously, it doesn't, but he could. So, 72 completion percentage. He threw the team's. Frustrated with him. He threw the team's only touchdown. What did Dalvin do? He's like, you've been saying all year, Dalvin's the offense. Excuse me. Dalvin's hurt. No. You don't think Dalvin's hurt? No. I mean, he's pro- everyone's hurt in the NFL. Everyone's Dalvin hurt. Dalvin is hurt. No. They gave him the ball, what, we said, like 29 times last week or two weeks ago? They gave it to him nine times. Yeah, because he was 18 yards? It's a half a carry, right? They what try- is that? Okay, Minnesota, a running... That's only two yards a Minnesota, carry. Minnesota, a running team, only gave them 10 opportunities to run. Dalvin, nine, and Alexander Madison, once. I'm they sorry, only dude. Tried to run the ball ten times. I, I, you can, you can put it on Kirk. That's fine. Because, but I just don't. I think that's a San team Francisco's thing. Francisco's front line is so. I good. agree. I agree, and, yep. and that's what I'm saying. In the face of that, then you have to be a passing team. But I'm saying, in the face of that, Kirk, he threw a pick. He, he didn't though. He completed seventy-two percent. He threw that was a pick was directly to Richard Sherman. It wasn't a great throw, I'll, and I'm not like I said. It was a bad throw. He threw a pick. He only threw one touchdown. But against that defense to go 72%, you need some help. Like, you need some kind of help. And I just, I don't, I don't put it on Kirk as much as I put it on. That's a great defense, and they played a great game. So then do you put it on our offensive coordinator? You can. I know you do. Gone. Yeah, where is he? Cleveland. As? Their head coach. So head. So he is now... Okay, never mind. I'm not going to say what I was going to say. <laughs> You've been ragging on him, and I've always been like, I thought he was pretty good this year. And I was going to say, he's good enough to be a head coach, but <laughs> for an organization that clearly doesn't know what they're doing. So you might be right on this one. I, I don't know. Just at times, the play calls were frustrating, and I don't know. But we'll we'll see how he turns out. I hope he does good, you know, because... It'd be nice to see those pieces in Cleveland work together. Right. So, All right. Uh the Tennessee Titans absolutely shock, stun, baffle, flabbergast the NFL community as a whole as they beat the Ravens. Not only beat, they beat the Ravens 28-12 to on Derrick Henry's, what, 192 yards rushing, 182 yards rushing, whatever it was. Um, Tannehill <laughs> just had to stay out of the way, essentially. So everyone's like, Tannehill might go to the Super Bowl in Miami, even though he spent his career in Miami and didn't do anything. Well, let's look at his stats here. 
7 of 14, so 50% completion percentage, 88 yards and two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Because he has a running back in Derrick Henry who had 30 carries for 195 yards rushing and has been doing that for about five solid weeks. Yeah. So, yeah, that's where we're at here. Uh, they beat the mighty Ravens. Lamar Jackson had a less than Lamar night. Actually, I take that back. He actually had a great game. He did throw two interceptions, which was kind of the demise of the Ravens. But he rushed for 143 yards on 20 attempts, 365 yards passing, and a touchdown. So the two picks were bad, but he still had a really solid game as far as statistically. 31 of 59, so 52%. Yeah, that's not great. He, we, they could do without that. That's not good. But the yards is is a lot. That's a ton of yards. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically, when you put them together, he's responsible for over 500 yards. Yeah. Over 500 yards of offense yeah. in the NFL is kind of incredible. Yeah. Um, whereas you see, even with Tannehill's yards added to Henry's, they are not quite at 300. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, go figure. I guess it, it was just a, it was a, it, surprisingly enough, Tennessee's defense won that game for them for the most part. So, uh, Tennessee moves on to the AFC Championship game. Over on Sunday, we had the Chiefs Wait. playing the Texans. Go ahead. This is supposed to be cover four. Yeah, we can recap it now. So those were the two. How do we do on those two games? 49ers, Vikings, and Titans, Ravens. Vikings, 49ers were 0 for 0. Oh, yeah, we already said that. Oh, we we went completely. Vikings win points, obviously. Completely dead there. Yep, and then uh, we each chose the Ravens to win and the Titans and the points. We went 50% there. So we are one of four right now. Yep. That's not great. Nope. All right, next game. Like I said, Chiefs played the Texans. In Houston, nope, that's not right, in Kansas City. Yeah, Arrowhead. The Texans go up, what was it, 24-0? That sounds right, yeah. Something like that. Really quickly, it seemed like this game was over before halftime. Then the Chiefs go on to score, gosh, it was maybe 42-0. They scored 42 unanswered points or so. 41. 41 unanswered points. They go on to win... 51 to 31. Uh, the, so the Chiefs are going on to the AFC Championship game to play the Titans. That game was absolutely wild, absolutely fun to watch. We weren't even focusing on it because we watched a little bit of it. Texans were going up big. We kind of took our eyes off of it. And every, it seemed like every time we looked around, it's like, oh. Uh, the oh. Chiefs are on the 10 yard line. Yeah. Chiefs are on the five yard line. Wait, this is different possessions. Wow. Yeah. Wait. Oh, they already Chiefs scored. Are on Wait. Eight. Whoa. And all of a sudden, it's a tie game, 24-24. And we were like, what? I don't even know if it was ever tied 24-24. It might have just been 28-24, whatever it was. They went 21-24, 28-24. Yeah, so 28-20. It was just absolutely wild yeah. game. Okay, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Listen, Okay, uh, Damian Williams, 17-yard pass from Pat Mahomes. Uh, Travis Kelsey, 5-yard pass from Pat Mahomes. Travis Kelsey, 6-yard pass. Travis Kelsey, 5-yard pass. Uh, Damian Williams, one-yard run. Like, they're always, like, right on that goal line every time we were looking up, and it was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, and the next thing we know, I think there was, like, a, a fumble on the kickoff return, and so they had it again Damian within Williams, the... five-yard run. <laughs> yeah, it, it's an, it was an incredible game. Chiefs really dominated later in the game, uh, so they're going on the AFC Championship game. How do we do in that? Uh, we each chose the Chiefs to win. But we took Texans points. Yeah, because uh, Chiefs were favored by 10, and we thought it would be a lot closer than 20-point game. And it... And it looked like it was going to be for a while. Yep. 
So, yep, not good there. So we are now, what, two of six? Uh, that's correct. 33%. That's not great. Last but not least, the Packers survived the Seahawks in Green Bay. This was a great game as well. The Seahawks were down a couple scores, end up coming back. All they needed was a stop to get the ball back and try to win this game, and they couldn't do it. Very controversial call on the very last opportunity. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, the Packers, Jimmy Graham gets a pass from Aaron Rodgers. They need the first down third and long. He gets the ball. He gets taken down what appears to be a full yard short at, at, at the least a half yard short. And, uh, they were given the first down and then it was reviewed and they were given the first down again. It stood. And then there was new views or something. He, cause he went back to the, the screen to look mm-hmm. at it. And he came back and said, after new footage, we still confirm the call that it's a first down. I don't know how necessarily. And I know there's the whole argument of the line on the screen is not accurate, blah, blah, blah. But it was like there was a yard line he had to get to, and he did not get to it. You know, it didn't right. look like he got to it. His yeah. shoulder, his head was on the ground. Like There's a bunch of memes going around like about home field advantage and stuff. It, it, was, it was not a good call. It did not look good. And, of course, I didn't necessarily... No, I did care. Who am I? What am I saying? I love Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. um, and I don't necessarily. He was rooting for a good game. Yeah, that. So that's it, what I was gonna say. If that's a stop. It changes the outcome of this game. That's all I want. I just wanted to see if the Seahawks could do it. Mm-hmm. That's all I want. I just wanted them to have a chance. And I thought there was a couple of times they had them in so many third and longs, and mm-hmm. so it is on them. But this one, I thought they got the stop, yeah. and they should have deserved a chance, and they didn't. They won't get that. But. Um, <laughs> So Packers go on to the NFC Championship game. They win, I believe it was 28-23. Yep. Yes. Uh, how do we do there? So Green Bay was favored by five. And we both took Seattle all the way. Yep. So it's a push, but because it's playoffs, there's no ties, we get it. So we are now three, three of eight. eight. Yep. So... Less than 50%. Enjoy your losses, <laughs> I guess. I can't even say winnings because if you bet all these games, which I hope you didn't, we didn't do very well this week. However, that's okay because we're going to get back on track. So we're switching. Our, our defense in this week did not work. Our defense struggled. So we have to switch from the cover four to cover two. Before we go to cover two, should we do cover two and then talk AB? And like, which is just our, our little news segment. It's all, it's really, we don't, we don't have much to talk about. It's just AB is all I've got. And then I, I don't know where we throw the MLB in. So let's do it all. Let's do our let's for one. Let's switch it up. Okay. Let's just do our cover two now. Okay. And then we'll end with a little bit of news. All right. Cover two. Here we go. This is going to be for the eight for the championship round. The 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 conference championship round. We've only got two games this week. We've got first up. Titans huh. at Chiefs, which you is thought you'd say Titans absurd in, at any point in the season. In the AFC championship. No. It's wild. Titans at Chiefs at Arrowhead. A little bit more respect for the Titans now. Chiefs are only favored by seven. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Because they were favored by ten over the Texans. Mm-hmm. And now the Titans come in and they're only favored by seven. Yeah. Surprising. What do you got? What do I have? I have Derrick Henry still running all day long. So I'm taking Titans in the points right off the bat. That saved me the past two weeks. Titans in the points. So I'm taking that right now. But do you believe the Titans can beat this Chiefs team that just put up 51? 
Let me say this. I haven't believed that the Titans could be anybody yet. <laughs> have. So, if I believe they can or not... You got a Titans Super Bowl? But, how unreal would it be? Tannehill in Miami. That For would a be Super Bowl? Unreal. It would be unreal. So, I'm going to go against that. Choose <laughs> a win. But Titans in the points. I'm going to go a little different. I think this is where we see the Titans for what we all thought they were going to be in the playoffs. Okay. And even if we don't, I could see something similar happening happening as last week, like where maybe the Titans do put up 28, 35, 31, like the Texans did. I can see the Chiefs putting up another 40 to 50. Yeah. I'm taking the Chiefs to win. I'm taking the Chiefs to cover that seven-point spread. I'm getting a Pat Mahomes Super Bowl finally, which I say finally. He's only been in the league for three or four years. But it feels like last year I thought it was him. Yeah, last year, after last year, it he it felt like he should have been in. Yeah, like he was just so good. Yeah. So I say finally because it's it feels like wanted his, yeah, his fans. It feels like a finally moment. Yeah. Uh, and last game or second game, NFC, which is also the last game, NFC Championship game, the Green Bay Packers travel to the 49ers home stadium <laughs> in San Francisco. And the San Francisco, oh, I did it. it. Sucker. I said it. The 49ers. <laughs> it's because I looked at the abbreviation for the for the spread. SF. Yeah. SF is favored <laughs> by seven and a half points in this game, which baffles me. Because they're only favored by seven over the Vikings. Yeah. And, and no, not that I, I, I think the Vikings are a great roster, but after seeing... Aaron Rodgers and that team, you know, not necessarily take care of Russell Wilson, but get out with a win, and they were really never trailing. Like, they, they did get a scare at the end, but the defense looked good. The offense looked good. I'm surprised it's a seven-and-a-half-point spread. What do you got? What do I got? I have the 49ers defense. I got Nick Bosa. So I'm going to take San Francisco all the way. To cover and to win. Yeah. All right. I, I think... We're going to get, because, come on, crappy Jimmy G against spectacular Pat Mahomes, I can't do that. Taking Green Bay all the way. Aaron Rodgers is going to get to his second Super Bowl. We're going to see the the myth of Aaron Rodgers against the guy that everyone compares to Aaron Rodgers as far as skill set, Pat Mahomes, in a duel in the Super Bowl. That's what I'm predicting. So I'm taking the Green Bay Packers all the way. Rodgers versus his upgraded version. (laughs) It might be a little too early to say that, but I don't think it is too early to say that because it's exactly what Pat Mahomes looks like. It's like, oh, he looks a lot like Aaron Rodgers if Aaron Rodgers had an even stronger arm and 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 even more ad lib and more mobility and more mobility. And this, yeah, honestly, because Aaron Rodgers has always been known as like cannon arm, super accurate, super mobile can get out of get out of the pocket whatever and it's it really does look like pat mahomes does all of that better mm-hmm. and maybe we're forgetting aaron Rodgers in his prime but i don't think we are because i know he's spectacular or was and still is pretty good like but pat mahomes is just he's the what how many wonders are there in the world eight he's the ninth seven seven, seven sure whatever there is he's he's the next he's a, he's crazy he's yeah. so good so that ends our cover two, a.k.a. cover three, a.k.a. cover four. 
hopefully we win you some money this week and do a little better than last week. Uh, moving on to our very last thing, we're going to talk new a little bit of news. We'll talk some more drama. So like we mentioned, Antonio Brown, back in the news. Yep. Surprise, surprise. Not surprised. Not at all. Antonio Brown, more antics, posts a video of him ripping the cops, cussing out the cops, cussing out his baby mama. Using a bunch of vulgar language. A lot of uh, racial slurs yeah. both ways. Yep. And not good. So in response... Pal, the the uh, police run athletic league, you know, little league. That, that it's they've got them everywhere. The Pal leagues. I don't mm-hmm. exactly know. Honestly, I don't know what they stand for. I'm assuming police something league, police athletic league. I, that's what I might have just said it, and I actually don't. That's exactly what it probably stands for. <laughs> what a, an idiot. Anyways, they returned his donation. His his. Hefty donation that he gave to them. I don't know the exact amount. I know it was a lot. Yeah. And because um, they're like, we don't want any part of that, especially if you're going to treat our officers that way. And uh, now, today, Agent Drew, Drew Rosenhaus, biggest agent in the country for the NFL, dropped Antonio Brown. And he's, he's terminating the relationship until AB agrees to get counseling. So that relationship's terminated. terminated and uh, it's just going to get harder for AB until he, he gets some type of help. And that kind of helps me lean further into the fact that there may be actually some sort of mental health issue here. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's had a few... All of his actions have been irrational. Erratic. Didn't make sense. Yeah. So this, I mean, if it is this, I, I wish him, you know, good health or whatever. I just hope he really takes that seriously. And especially with... Uh, his agent saying this, it's kind of... Which you would assume is someone pretty close to him. He probably right. talks to Drew house a lot. Mm-hmm. Something's going on. And at the very least, I don't want to diagnose him. I don't want to pretend to know. No, absolutely just, not. I have zero idea what he's... Just something that comes to mind, though, on. is it le- at the very least some type of bipolar disorder? Like, have you noticed the... I never want to play for the NFL again. Very next day. I'm sorry, Robert Kraft. I hope you'll give me another chance, blah, blah, blah. I'm never playing for any. I'm doing my own thing, but I, I can't wait for my next opportunity. And if you know what I mean, yeah. So I I don't know what it is, but I hope he gets help. He was a fantastic player. We were talking about this recently. That this is truly to the level where it could hurt his Hall of Fame bid. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but it's already hurt the fact that he could have potentially went down as one of the best, if not the best, wide receiver ever. Just he was that good. That's probably out the window. I mean, I. I, I it's tough. So, anyways, uh, you want to finish it up with a little MLB drama? Yeah, so it seems to be that everyone involved in the Astros, uh, I almost said Super Bowl because I'm so focused on football. Uh, in the Astros World Series, when they went and won that, that everyone in relation to that is dropping like flies and not... Uh, in regards to their health, but in regards to their like their their jobs, they're all losing their jobs. Um, even if they're in different organizations, they're all falling. A uh, a player, Car- Carlos Beltran, went to coach somewhere else, and he parted ways. Manage in the MLB. Yeah, manage. Sorry, <laughs> I'm. That's about as little as I know. I'm. I'm so so focused on football, dude, because I have to hold on to every little thing I can because it is gone. 
It's so not true. gone yet. So it's so close to being gone. Which I'm dreading. So <clears throat> excuse my sports lingo because it is very wrong right now. But um, yeah, so it, it anyone that had any part in that with uh, within um, coaching, managing, whatever, um, are all are all losing their jobs. And rightfully so. I mean, it's kind of a kind of a big deal, right? But and I I don't know if you guys know what happened in the the cheating scandal or whatever with the Astros is that they were stealing uh, pitching signals and relaying them to their players by essentially Morse code from their bullpen or not their bullpen their. Uh, I don't know why I'm Boop. so terrible. Oh, no. I was about to say, that's how little I know about baseball. Uh, dugout. Yeah, their dugout. There I go. did it. I was about to say, no, bullpen's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's just, it, it's interesting. It's drama. More drama for you. More drama. Um, yeah. So, guys are getting fired left and right. Keep an eye out on more people getting fired because I'm assuming there's more coming. But other than that, we got any other news? That's all I've got. I want to give a shout out to our guy, Colin Tull at ctautodesign.com. .com. Just one .com, but ctautodesign.com. .com. Perfect. And he's the man. Thanks for everything you do. You're awesome. Uh, thank you all for listening. That's all. I know I already said it. That's all I got. You can take it or leave it. We love you guys. Peace.